Hello, hello friends. Welcome back. It's MJ Gordon here. And today I'm going to be talking to you about six steps to preserve your energy under stress or during a crisis. And I have to be honest about this one. I have been having a hard time doing this myself lately. We've had a very overwhelming start to the year. We purchased a new house. Now we've got this whole quarantine thing. There's been so much work that had to be done to the house that I didn't expect. Stay tuned for that because I'm going to be telling you the things that I wish I knew before buying a house. And we got a new puppy and this all sort of culminated at the same time. And it's little that you realize how much you overextend yourself until you finally overextend yourself. And that's where I'm at right now. So this video is just as much for me as much as it is for you. And I hope it helps. If you like these types of videos, make sure you hit thumbs up. That lets me know that you like it. Leave your comment down below for any questions or any valuable input that you can contribute to the community. And also subscribe for ways to maximize your time, money, and energy so that you can live life on your terms. So the first step that I have is to discriminate and eliminate. If you find yourself overwhelmed and stressed and all of a sudden you feel exhausted and like your energy is being spent, it is time to cut things out. Practice the root of minimalism, which is identify the things that are gonna add value to you right now and be very discriminatory about it and then eliminate the things that don't. In this current situation, some of those things were like house projects that I really wanted to get done. Basically, if it's gonna take more than an hour to do, it's just a project that's gonna have to wait and then and when I get the opportunity, I'll give myself like 30 to 60 minutes to do small things like put my patio plants in the yard or distribute manure around the holes, just things that give me a little bit of fresh air and that make me feel accomplished without taking more of my time and energy that I currently don't have to spend. This also includes negative or fear-based news or maybe conversations I might have with people who are negative or fear-based via the phone or FaceTime. Anything that made me feel overwhelmed or more stressed just needs to get cut out so what I tend to do is just go on the WHO website or CDC to just stay caught up. And it's something that takes me literally less than a minute every single day to just make sure that I'm aware and up to date with what's going on, minus all of the negativity and fear and kind of sensational stories around that. That added so much positive value to me and my energy because even though I'm a positive person and I'm surrounded by positive people, listening to all the sensational news and trying to keep up with the marketplace every single day was exhausting me. So just sticking to the cut and dry facts allows me to focus on the things that add value and just really maximize my time. After discriminating and eliminating what I was focusing and spending my time on, one of the things that I headed to right away was to create a really positive morning routine. So the minute that I wake up, I don't pick up my phone, at least for the reasons of catching up with work or catching up on the news, but sometimes I will pick up my phone to listen to meditation tracks or some kind of positive motivational video. It kind of helps me set my mindset in like the tempo or the rhythm that I want for the day or just with the perspectives that I want for the day. And then really take 20 to 30 minutes before I even start my day to meditate, visualize, and just really amp up positive feelings. If this is something that's difficult to do, which when I first started this, it was just so hard to get the train moving. Like I was just so exhausted and I felt like I was stressed by everything that I have going on. One of the ways that I like to do it is to just really set an environment for myself. So I get essential oils, things that make me feel relaxed and feel good. I turn on some music that kind of elevates me or inspires me. And then I might journal a little and really just reach deep into like visualizing what life is going to feel like or what life is going to look like when I accomplish certain goals or by being a certain person, the person that I want to be and show up for the day. And it's just something that really injects positivity in your life every single day at the start of your morning. For me, it can change like the whole way my day goes and just my whole outlook 
outlook and response to life. So just starting with this deliberate positive energy at the start of my day gives me a lot of control on what I spend my energy and focus on. The third most critical step for me was to create a schedule and stick to it. And the scheduling has always been critical for me in my productivity and my level of feeling accomplished in my ability to be accomplished and really be the most proficient in my day. I go by the 80 20 rule. And so I try to identify the 20% of things that are super important for me that adds value to my life. Currently that's my family quality time with my family, my health, because if my health and perspective are off, then the quality of life or the level of quality that I have with my relationships goes down and my work, because my work is what supports us and my work is what's most important to me. Now I've gotten into this really bad habit where I think I can multitask and I think I can be available to my family at their beck and call while I listen to motivational stuff or like informative business stuff while I edit photos and videos. And it's kind of been creeping in for the last year or two. And so I had to stop and kind of reverse engineer and be like, why did I feel more productive? in the past, as in I was putting out like a lot more work consistently. And I think you just get better and level up over time that it's really easy to get stagnant and go plateau because you're getting way more done in less time, yet you're not as efficient. So that's where I'm finding myself right now. And the way that I get over that, aside from identifying the 20%, like the top most valuable 20% that affects the rest of the 80% in a positive way is by eating my biggest frogs first. And that means putting the hardest tasks of the day right up at the front and getting those done. It's not always the most fun, but I will say that it is less exhausting by far than struggling to stay focused and struggling to like get something done, feeling accomplished and then ending your day and feeling like nothing pertinent really got done. So having the most difficult thing at the foreground, even if you don't get all the little fiddly bits done at the end of the day, really allows you to have that sense of accomplishment because no matter what is left over, it's super easy to get done. You save a lot of energy not having the guilt involved or kind of like that gorilla on your back of stuff that needs to get done, but you're pushing off. It's already done and you can just go enjoy the rest of your day. And that really brings me to step number four, which is give yourself the 30 or 60 minutes a day to just do you. Like, I mean, for me, my 30 to 60 minutes doesn't have to make sense at all. Like I could be clipping my toenails or just like rearranging my plants in a hundred different ways. Give yourself 30 to 60 minutes a day to literally do what you want to do with absolutely zero productivity or zero like task orientation in mind. What you're really trying to go for is reconnecting with the fun and your joy in life. So whatever that is every single day, it could change. But as long as you're reconnecting with that, like excited energy and like, Hey, this is why I'm alive. This is why I'm doing everything that I'm doing in my life. It is those simple things that remind us why we drive forward and what is our why for taking on so much. So whether it's self-interest time with yourself or big belly laughs with your kids or an online yoga class with your partner, it's super important to get this time every single day to reconnect back to the things that are really meaningful and important to you. At the end of the day, step five is to end your day in gratitude and what I like to call magic. So I found so much power in having a gratitude list when I wake up and a gratitude list when I go to bed. It helps remind me of really the abundance that I have in my life, the opportunities that I have and how good I really have it, even though I might be stressed out or low on energy. But one of the things that has added so much magic to my life, and it, it really is 
just so magical is not only having the gratitude list, but having these magic moments. And for me, magic moments are when things really come to manifest or when I see people who just really contribute so much value and magic to my life experience or their community or just how they live around them. So I'm gonna give you a couple examples of this, but the first one I'm gonna tell you is just more because a lot of us have watched the movie The Secret. And there's this guy who talks about he keeps imagining checks in the mail. I just keep imagining checks in the mail. And so I keep getting checks in the mail. And I'm like, you know, for years, I've been imagining checks in the mail <laughs> and I haven't gotten checks in the mail the way that he describes. But for some reason this month, for whatever reason, from overpaying an account, having to pay me back, getting refunds and like tiny little check settlements in the mail, which I don't even know how we become a part of, but this has been happening in gross amounts over the last 30 days. And it's something that I've never seen before in my life. So I'm like, hey, that thinking about checks in the mail is working. And that's kind of one little magic moment. Another thing is just, like I said, people sharing magic outside of themselves or in their community. And there was a woman down the street or like in the next county over who was taking orders or she put together like a flower arrangement for you in your garden. And she's kind of doing this out of her own yard and she's got like a large property like we do. And so she takes all the flowers and for quarantine purposes, she'll put all of them together or take photos for you and set up like a little garden and stick it in the wheelbarrow so that you can pick it up and then you can pay, a, pay her via online or leave the money in her wheelbarrow. And I just thought this was such a loving way to connect with the community and give them something positive to do during this time of quarantine, especially out here. A lot of people have land and property and it's really nice to just get outside and not be stuck inside and to just have something that brightens your day. So we ordered like a butterfly garden from her and we spent the evening planting it. And ever since then, we've seen butterflies here every single day and it just brightened up the mood. Like I look out my window and see these butterflies. And again, it's those simple things that just kind of lift your spirit and like reignite you with just more energy. So taking the time to really identify the things that you're grateful for, the things you're truly abundant and blessed by in your life, and then taking the time to see those magic moments that occur on a regular daily basis allows you to just see how beautiful life is despite all of this fear and all of this concern that we have going on. And it's a very serious concern it's also really important to balance the totality of life. While there are always things that are important that we need to be aware of and concerned with, we also need to acknowledge the things that bring value and bring abundance and blessing to our lives. That balance is really key when it comes to balancing our energies because our fear-based perspectives or things that cause worry or concern tap us back into that sympathetic nervous system. And it's in the sympathetic nervous system where our brain waves start to get amplified and we go into a state of fight or flight. So this comes down to not only a perspective thing, but a physiological occurrence that happens in the body. When we ignite our stress response, it really does deplete us of our energy. So taking the time to think about and not just think about, but really feel about what we're grateful for and those moments that really created magic in our lives are essential and crucial to amplifying your energy. The last step is to have a solid bedtime routine. This is really difficult for me. I don't know why. The scheduling bedtime routine thing is difficult for me. I think I'm just very spontaneous. And so I really understand when you say it's tough. One of the things that I notice for me is if I do anything that's exciting, like if I'm reading something that's very interesting, like some sort of business or research or current times thing, or if I'm watching a documentary or a movie, I get like really stimulated by that. So I have a really hard time turning my brain off and going to sleep. And what I like doing is really reading kind of like soft material. 
I don't know how to explain soft. Like it can't be like a riveting story. It can't be um, information that I'm really super interested in learning or like new information. It has to be something that I am familiar with, but like reading. So like Marcus Aurelius meditations or something like the book of essentialism. Those are good things that just kind of like recaps what I already believe and know, but like something really positive and good to read before going to sleep, but won't keep me awake. So you might find some sort of routine or some sort of thing that helps you go to sleep. I used to listen to binaural brain waves or like guided meditation tracks on my way drifting to sleep. What I found happens for me though, is I start like thinking about it. Like I, I start trying to control it. Like if I'm listening to those things, I end up listening to them all night because I just don't know how to stop. So <laughs> I just find that being more like neutral and relaxed and not trying to like do, not trying to be productive even when I'm sleeping has been the most beneficial for me and really honoring my bedtime. Really, I set an alarm and when that alarm goes off, it's time to do the routine. It's time to clean up, pick up, go to the bathroom, do the thing and get in bed and read the book. And then lights are out by 1030 or theoretically it should be that way. But if you have a solid bedtime routine, and especially right now, currently when I'm uploading this video, we're all under quarantine, which allows you the ability to sleep in, which is awesome. Then you really need to just take advantage of resetting your sleep cycle and getting to bed on time so that you can catch up on rest, allowing yourself to sleep in if you need that rest and wake up slow, really honor step two, because if you can have control over the way that you end your day and the way that you start your day, you're going to have a lot of control over your energy. So I call it six steps to preserve your energy during times of stress or crisis, because you really got to take these six steps to get the maximum benefit out of all of this. It's not six tips. It's not like pick one or two that work for you. I mean, all of it's going to help whether you do all six steps or not, but if you really follow all six steps from the top to the bottom, I believe you're going to find yourself with more preservation of energy, but not only that, a lot more focus focus and a lot more motivation to really begin to create. And it's such an opportune time to just create a new flow so that you can start to plan and start to move towards living life on your terms, really start to designate what an everyday vacation looks like for you so that you can really maximize your time, money, and energy so that you can live the life that you want to live so that you can contribute to yourself, the people around you and your community with even more value. So ultimately that's my goal. And I want to thank you for being here. If you have any other tips or suggestions that you want to add to this list and share with the community, feel free to stick that below. If you have any thoughts or questions, as always stick that below, make sure to like, and subscribe, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Ciao for now.